B'shem Hashem Na'asev Na'asliach. Flip it up so we can pause it if we need it. Pull up. Yeah, there we go. Okay. We're ready to start, Rabbi We are now on the bottom of the Chaf Aleph Amur Aleph. Today's daf, Chaf Aleph Amur Bet. Um, today's daf is mainly dealing with the idea of Zav and Tumat Keri. Okay, these are uh, concepts that are a bit foreign to us today. But many people, to even nowadays, uh, are makbid on Tumat Keri, on Tevilat Ezra. There are many people who go to the Mikveh every morning. And those people who go to the Mikveh every morning are trying to keep Tevilat Ezra. Um, we're going to... Uh, many Hasidim are into it. There's many Sfaradim who are very, very into it. You'll find them going to the mikveh every morning. If you, you live down, if you live down the block from Achiezer mikveh like I do, you'll see tons of people who come all the time in the morning to go to Tevilat Ezra. And um, it's actually a secret thing that many, many people are makbid on, and you wouldn't know about it. They don't announce it, but Hasidim for sure. But even uh, Litvisha people, even uh, regular yeshiva people. Are very very into such things. They don't just don't they don't go around announcing it, and the reason why they're into it, a lot of it has to do with our upcoming gemara, this dafa gemara, which is a little unknown. So we'll open a few eyes and enlighten ourselves. Says the gemara, if you go back to the mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda says, When it comes to Kiryat Shema, according to the first rabbi, it said meharhed. Go back to our mishnah if you don't mind. On Davchaf Amur Bet, we said that Rabal Keri Meharher Belibo, the end of Varech Lo Lefanei Avlo Haraya. He should only think beforehand, and he doesn't make a Berakha not before and not afterwards. He thinks the Shema, and he doesn't make a Berakha before or afterwards. Okay, even a Hidhur he doesn't make. Right, and a Berakat Mazon he makes a Berakha of Berakat Mazon, but he doesn't make a Berakha beforehand. And Rabbi Yudah says he makes a bracha before and afterwards. So, the assumption was that Rabbi Yudah does not agree with this Balkari business. And Rabbi Yudah is of the opinion that even a Balkari is allowed to make any brachot he wants, and he is allowed to do anything he wants. And he is unrestricted. The Gemara will now challenge that from a Mishnah. Says the Gemara. Where, are you? Where are you? We are six lines from the bottom of Dafchaf Al-Thamunalf. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Okay. Z- da- sorry, I'm going to bet. Thank you, Isaac. Tanan, Zav Shira'a Keri. If you have a Zav who sees Keri. Now, a Zav, you need to know to understand what a Zav is. A Zav is a male who has an emission come out of him, similar to a Zavah. And he is Tameh for a long time, not just for one day. He has to be Tameh for almost as long as a Zavah. Okay? So he's already Tameh. He's a Zav to start with. And then, after he was a Zav, the Akeri, he sees Keri, he has, he has seven come out of him. Or, Nida, a woman who was Nida, Shepalta Shechvat Zera, who Shechvat Zera comes out of her. Halakha is that a woman, anytime Zera comes out of her, is, uh, she's Asura as, as if she was as if just the same way like a man who has Zera come out of him a woman who has Zera come out of her is the same thing she also becomes Tameh a small Tumah of like Tevilat Ezra again a woman this is true even nowadays we spoke about this in our class a woman who has Zera come out of her is also Tameh as if she, a man who has Zera come out of him similar so you have a nida, a woman was tameh with a major nida, which takes seven days to get out of, and paltat sheikh vazera, and zera comes out of her. Or a third case, hamishameshet, a woman who had relations, so therefore zera is coming out of her, and she's tameh, a small tumah, virata adam, and then she sees blood and she's a nida. In all these cases, tanakama says, tzirichin tevilah. She should have a tevilah for her, Little tumah, which means even though she has a bigger tumah, a, 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 let's say a zav, a zav has a serious tumah, being a zav. Now, would you say that if you want to make prikat mazon while he's a zav, he should go to the mikveh and come out of the mikveh and still be a zav, but at least he got rid of the zera that came out of him? 
or in the case of Nida, she's still going to be Nida when she comes out of the mikvah, but she'll go to the mikvah so she'll be able to make Mekatamazon and do those things. Right? Do we say that she should or she shouldn't? So Tanakama says, Srikim Tevila, she needed to make, she should go to the mikveh. So what? She's still going to be Tamim when she comes out. Let her go to the mikveh for her little Tumah. Okay? Rebuda Poter. Rebuda says, no, since she's, uh, being that she's like that, she doesn't have to. He just says Poter, doesn't say why. He says she doesn't have to. So now the Gemara is presuming, Ad kan lo patar el bezav keri. We only, uh, Rabbi Uda only allows it because you were a Zav and you saw Keri. Because before he starts, he wasn't someone who was fitting for Tevilah because he was a Zav. But the implication of this Mishnah is that if you were only a Balkari, he would be Chayav that you have to, you have to go to the Mikveh. And that is the opposite of what we learned in our Mishnah. Because if you go back to our Mishnah, Rabbi Uda allowed the guy to say Berkot Kriyat Shema and to say the Berakot. So here we see a contradiction. This Mishnah is implying that Rabbi Uda, the only reason why he's letting this guy off the hook is because he started off as a Zav. But had he not been a Zav, they would make him go to the Mikveh. And in our Mishnah, Rabbi Uda is saying the opposite. Make up your mind, Rabbi Uda. Now the Gemara tries to give a possible answer. And if you want to try to get out of it, and you'll say the following: Really, the Buda also agrees that a regular balkeri does not need to do anything. So then, if so, why do you talk about azav? Why do you mention a bezav We only brought that to show you how severe the rabbis are. Which means, yeah, we could have picked the case of a regular balkeri, but we want to show you. The other side, that the rabbis who say you have to dip, not only do you have to dip by a regular barakeli, but they even let you dip if you're a zavash and And we only brought the, the, the zavut for the rabbis. But the rabbi Yehuda doesn't let make anyone. Maybe I could give you that case, right? Are you with me? Good. Says the Gemara, if so, Ema Seifa, how will you explain the Seifa of that very brighter? Where it says, Hamishamishit, Mishamishit is a girl who had relations, Vira'atadam, and she sees blood, so she starts off with the za, with the keri, and then she sees dam. She requires tevila. Leman katanila. Who are we writing this one for? Ilil rabanan. If you tell me we're writing for rabanan, pshita. We know that case already. If in the first case, the zav case who started off from the beginning, he wasn't someone who Tevila would work for. And yet, the rabbis make, him, make her make this Zav Chayav, HaMeshameshet, a girl who was Meshameshet, and then she saw blood. So when she, she was a Meshameshet, right away she was fit for, right, a girl who had relations. Right away when she, right away when she finished relations, she's called a Meshameshet, there's Zera coming out of her. Zera, we always assume that Zera is coming out of ladies after they have relations for the next three days. Because there's no way to actually see if there's that coming out of her. We assume it's coming out. So right away, she was fit for Tevila. And then she saw Dam afterwards. So that lady, of course she's Chayab. I wouldn't need you to tell me. Okay. Hamishameshet, a lady who has relations, Vira'ata Dam, and she saw blood. Dimi'ikara, in the beginning, Bat Tevilahi. She's someone who can do Tevila. Lokoshkin, of course she can. Therefore, once you have case numbers one and two, where the rabbis make you need, need Tevila, even when you started off not fit, we wouldn't need the third case of Mishamesh and Must be the Mishamesh case is coming for the Yehuda. Okay? El Alav Rabbi Yehudahi. Vidavke Katanila. And we're specifically saying the case of Mishamesh. Only the Mishamesh is the one who doesn't need, who, who is allowed to go to the Mikveh. <coughs> She doesn't need tevila. But a regular balkeri needs tevila. So now the Gemara says, So it sounds like he also needed. So what's going on? The Gemara says, no. Change will be done in the Mishnah. Go back to the Mishnah. We said in the Mishnah, if you don't mind. It says the Mishnah. Balkeri meharhed bilibo ve'enu mevarech. Now, 
Thank you, Mike. That's the Kadam Azon. Right. Rebidah says you make a bracha before and after. Now, we were saying all along, that means that he tells you to say it out loud. Right? And the, because Tarakama says you don't, you don't say any bracha before or after Shema. He says, you just, Kriyat Shema, he says, Meharher. And the bracha before and after, you don't say it all. And Rebida disagrees. Now, what does he disagree to? Now we're saying, till now we were saying that he disagrees and he says you're allowed to say it straight out with your mouth. Now we're switching, says the Gemara. He's disagreeing that the rabbis say you don't say it at all. And he's letting you do hirhud. So don't say that he's being, we were thinking all along that he just ignores Takat Ezra. And he says that a Valkyrie can do anything he wants. That can't be. We see from this right over here that it can't be that he's holding, that he doesn't hold him anything he wants. Rather, we're saying better. Rabbi Uda is not saying the Valkyrie is completely off the hook. He's just allowing Hirhud. He's allowing thinking uh, the Berachot And the rabbis, are, are and the rabbis are not even letting do that. But they are letting you say Berachot Amazon? Think Shema. Yes. But Shema, we're talking about Shema, but both, both. But, but, but the rabbis both. are telling you with your mouth to say one. Saying Shema, but the Berachot is saying not to say it all. Read Rashi on the Mishnah. Read Rashi on the Mishnah over there. Rashi says they're not letting you, they're not letting you do anything but Berachot Kedat Shema. And he's coming and saying, no, you can do Hidhur. I disagree about doing nothing, I let Hidhur. And now everything's cool. Now we understand that the, the Mishnah where he said that he cares about Balkeli, that's cool, because he does care about Kelly. just let me Hidhur. Okay? Good. Now the Gemara asks, does Rehuda really allow Hidhud for Balkari? Does he allow Balkari to think about Torah and think about those things? Oh yeah? Vatanya, we have a brighter about Rehuda that's saying not like that. Let's see this brighter. We're going to go into the Balkari now for the rest of the page. Vatanya, we learned in the brighter. Four lines down on the Chafbet Amunav. Balkeri she'en lo mayim. Let's ball. If you have a Balkeri and he has no water to dip in the mikveh, korek kriyat shema, he should read shema. Ve'en mevarech lo lefaneh v'lo lacharei. Ve'ochel pito, he can eat his pita. Umvarech lacharei and make berakat mazon. Ve'en mevarech lacharei, but doesn't make berakat before him. Aval meharher belibo, but he's allowed to think it in his heart. Ve'en omotzeh besvatav. But he can't allow the words to come out of his lips. This is what Rabbi Meir says. He says, either way, you're allowed to say it out loud. So you see that he's allowing it. He's allowing it to be said out loud. So how could you tell me Rabbi Yehuda is only allowing Yidhud? We're already seeing him saying it straight out loud. Um, it says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda says that a Balkeri, he's telling you that these Berachot are like the Halachot of Derech Eretz. The Halachot of Derech Eretz, you're allowed to say, and therefore he wants to say that these Berkat Amazon is like the Halachot of Derech Eretz. You're right, really Rabbi Yehuda agrees with the Lord with the laws of Takarat Ezra. But there's a certain exception. Halachot Terech Eretz is an exception, which we're going to see in the coming Brighta. Halachot Terech Eretz, whatever that means, is an exception. And he, he makes it that Berkat Amazon is like that, like those laws. Where's the, where do you see the Halachot Terech Eretz? Yes, Kirat Shema. Also. Well, over here, we're only talking about Berkat Amazon, right? It's the same, it was the same Brighta, wasn't it? Right. One whole thing, Shema and and Rashi mentions only for Bikat Mazon. It could be that Rashi is learning that Rida is only arguing on the that on point. that that point. Okay. Let's see. The Tanya we learned in the Brayta. It says <coughs> It says about the laws. That you should make them known to your children and your grandchildren. But then it says afterwards, the day, remember the day that you stood in front of Hashem. We had this pasuk before. Just like when it comes to standing in front of Hashem on Har Sinai, you have to do it with shaking and trembling and fear. From here we learned. 
that when you teach your children, hazavim, a guy who's a zav, famitzorim, or mitzora, ubain al nidot, or a guy who had relations with nida, mutarim lekrot patora, ubenivim, ubekituvim, lishnot mishnah, ugemara, ubalachot, ubagadot. All these things don't stop you from doing any type of Torah learning. Aval bal kriim, but if you're a bal keri, asurim, then you're asur, just like because bal keri comes from a person engaging in relations, therefore you're asur, just like on Har Sinai they were asur if you had relations with your wife, so too this as well. Rabbi Yossi Omer, shonehu birgilut. According to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, a bal keri are allowed to do certain things. They're allowed to do things that he's used to, things that he's used to learn, Mishnayot that he's used to learning, he's allowed to do it. As long as he doesn't explain the Mishnah anymore. Meaning, if there's a Mishnah that you know by heart, you could say those Mishnah according to Rabbi Yossi. But don't actually elaborate on them. Okay? No, the Gemara is coming later. You'll see in a second. I specifically did not say Gemara. Okay? Uh, that is according to Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yonatan by Yosef Omer, he has a, even, there's going to be a bunch of different opinions here. Rabbi Yonatan by Yosef Omer, you can explain the Mishnah. But don't explain the Gemara. If you're a Balkari, don't explain the Gemara. Another opinion. You can explain the Gemara too. But when you say the Gemara, make sure the Gemara very often will quote Pesukim. So if you mention Gemara, which mentions Pesukim, make sure not to mention Hashem's name in the Pasuk. So if you're quoting a whole long Pasuk, leave Hashem's name out of it. Rabbi Yochanan Sandler, Tamidosh Rabbi Yekiva, Mishum Rabbi Yekiva, says the name of Rabbi Yekiva, Lo yikanes le Midrash Kolikar. He says, don't walk into the Beit Midrash at all. You can't do any of those things. Okay? Okay? And, you can, and you're stuck. Va'amila, and some say, Lo yikanes le Beit Midrash Kolikar. He says you couldn't walk. In, you shouldn't walk into the shul at all. Well, if I want to study at home, what's the difference? What difference between whether walking mm-hmm. into the in, in, the midrash or the beta midrash kolikar? Mm-hmm. One's you. You could sit there and just listen. One you can't even walk in at all. Well, I'm going to take the gemara study in my house. I can't do that. Rashi says, yeah. Well, uh, one is mm-hmm. lo le midrash sounds like you shouldn't learn yeah, midrash. Yeah, don't go. Don't, go, don't lo kanes means don't enter, don't enter into, into the into subject midrash. of midrash at all, because midrashim often quote pesukim, mm-hmm. and therefore you might mention might mention Hashem's name. The other one is don't walk into bet midrash. Mm-hmm. You don't do something completely different. The amrila, okay, fine. Omer shonehu eretz, and Rebuda says you're allowed to do halachot of derech eretz. Things that are derech eretz, okay, and therefore we want to claim that when Rabbi Yudas said beforehand. Now, the reason why we brought this whole brayta is because we wanted to get to the bottom where Rabbi Yudas says that you're allowed to shonet derech eretz, and therefore we're saying that the reason why he allowed the thing beforehand because he equates it to derech eretz. Okay, maaseh is a story, but Rabbi Yudas shira'ah keri. Rabbi Yudas saw keri. Vayamalech al gav hanad. He was walking along the riverbank. So Rabbi the same rabbi who we're talking about all along, mm-hmm. right? we've been discussing Rabbi from beginning to end, one time he was walking along the riverbank, and his students are with him, and they asked him, Rabbi, tell us something, something about halachot derech eretz. Yarad v'taval v'shanalahim. So he said, okay. He went, took off his clothes, dipped in the mikveh, and he taught them. What did he do that for? Amrullah, they said, Didn't you teach us? That a Balkari is allowed to do Halachot Terecheretz? So who cares that you're Balkari? Teach us. Amar lahem, he told him, Even though I'm lenient on others, I'm strict about myself. Yes, I hold up. From the letter of the law, you're allowed to. But I'm a little extra strict on myself. So here you see a... Uh, here you see the beginning of what many, many rabbis practice, where you come to them and you ask him halacha, and they'll tell you, it's allowed. And if you ask him, rabbi, will you do it yourself? No. And sometimes they'll tell you, no. Where have they got this from? How do these rabbis do these things? Well, here's a gemara. Have you did it already? Yep. Tanya, 
We are now two lines down in the wide lines. <coughs> Says the Gemara. Tanya, we learned in the Brayta. If you die, bet Torah, Hayah Omer, and Divrei Mekabelim Tumah. Divrei Torah, Mekabelim Tumah. Divrei Torah, do not accept Tumah, and therefore, no matter what stage you're in, you can learn Torah. Maaseh, there's a story with Tami Dechat Shem Megamgem Lemalam Merabi Yudah Ben Betira. He was Megamgem. He was stuttering above Rabbi Yudah Ben Betira. This is Machlok at exactly what the stuttering means. Some say the stuttering means that he was reading and avoiding saying Hashem's name in the Pasuk because he was a Balkari. Others say that he was doing other sorts of feats to avoid uh, be, to avoid doing Yisuni while he's a Balkari. Okay? So anyway, Amaleh, he told him, Bini, my son, Petach picha, open your mouth, says we have metira. Viairu devarecha, and let your words shine. She'en divrei Torah mekabelin tuma. Divrei Torah do not accept tuma. Shneemar, as it says in the biblical verse, Haloko devarai ka'eshnu mashem. My words are like fire, says God. Ma'esh, just like fire. And mekabel tuma. You never saw a guy say, oh, I can't touch that fire. It's mekabel tuma. It's tameh. Av divrei Torah, en mekabelin tuma. So too, divrei Torah do not accept Fire, the not accept Tumah, and it's like a fire. Amar Mor, we mentioned before, Matsia et Mishnah, ve'eno Matsia The rabbi said before that you could explain a Mishnah, but you can't explain a Gemara. This supports the statement of Eli. Ketanai, like a Makotanim. Matita Mishnah, the Enomatita Gamara, the Vedim Ir, the Rabbin Gamliel, Omer, Mishum to be Hanabin Gamliel, Zev is the Asur. He says he can't do either, not Gamara, not Mishnah. The Amila, and some say that he said, Zev is a Mutar. Man Diama Zev is the Asur. The one who says they're both Asur, could it be Yochanan Sandler? Like that fits like a Yochanan Sandler that we said earlier, if you remember the Mishnah, he said in the name of Rabbi Akiva, and he said that they're both Asur. The one who says that's like we just mentioned now, who says and it never gets tameh. Okay. The the oilum is noheg, like these three old men. Which three old men? Like Rabbi Eli by the first shearings of a sheep. Kirbyoshia, we're gonna explain each one. Kirbyoshia Baklaim, like Kirbyoshia when it comes to uh Klaim Bikerim. And Kirbyuda bin Bitira Bidivetura. Now let's explain each one. Okay. We're telling you what the halakha is like. Kirbi Bereshitagez. When we said we go like Rabbi Eli, Bereshitagez, what do we mean by that? Titanya, because we learned in a brighta. Rabbi Eli Omer, Rishita Gez en Roheg el Ba'aretz. Rishita Gez only works in Eretz Yisrael, and if you have a bunch of sheep in Colorado, and you want to shear them, no problem. Okay? That's what we hold like that. And Kirb Yoshe B'Klaim, what's like Kirb Yoshe B'Klaim? Kedichtiv, it says, Lo tizdak kan mecha klaim. Don't sow your field, your, your vineyard with klaim. And Rabbi Yosha says, You're only chayav if you put all three in one hole, which means you dig a hole. And it has to be those It has fruits. to be all three. It has to be the fruit. and a grape. Right. In the same hole. We hold like that. that And no matter who you are, you're allowed to say Torah. Ki ata ziiri, when ziiri came, Amar, he said, Bitlua litibulata. He says, they will mvatel this idea of dipping, which means that the ziiri, when it ever says ki ata, whenever you see Gemara says ki ata, it always refers to a rabbi coming from <coughs> the opposite, from Israel to Babel. It always means a rabbi came. So ki ata ziiri, when ziiri came, he reported that in Israel they have a rule. And they will mvatel tibula. You don't have to dip in the mikveh anymore for tibulat keri. So Ziiri reported news that in Israel tibulat keri is out. No more tibul. The Amrila, others say that he came and said batla They they they, they in Israel washing hands. 
Man the Amar Batlo the Tibula the one who says they metal dipping Kibura Betera means they hold Kibura Betera who says Koy Derayin Eshkin Rashi and it means in, in Israel they hold it that you can't come to Mo. Manu Betul the Tibula Kihad Rav Chasta that means that they hold like Rav Chista because Layat Aman the Madera Maya be Eden Sluta. He he says he used to curse anyone who would look for water at a time of praying, which means there are some people who might be to wash their hands before they pray. And Rav Chasta used to curse a guy like that. Now, the only reason why he would curse them is because they're missing the time of the Tefillah. So, of course, if you want to wash your hands, it's not going to cost you anything, do it. But a guy who would miss the time of Tefillah because he wants to wash them, Rav Chasta would curse him. And according to this opinion, that's what they came in from Eretz Yisrael saying. I think the cursing here means that he he was putting down that person. I don't think it means he's actually giving him a curse for good. Okay, we're not done with this Balkari stuff, guys. Okay, we got a lot more. Tanur Rabbanan, Balkari should not know Allah Tisha Kabim Maim Tahor. According to this Brighta, you don't need a dip in Mikveh for Balkari. It's enough to pour on you nine kav of water, and that's <coughs> enough. Now, nine kav is much, much less than 40 sa'ah that has to be in a Mikveh. So it's much, much less. There's a big, big kula over here. Nachum ish gamzu lahashal Rabbi Akiva. Nachum ish gamzi gamzu was the Rebbe of Rabbi Akiva. Everyone knows that. Now, Nachum ish gamzu whispered this law to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva lahashal ben Azai. Rabbi Akiva whispered it to his student Ben Azai. Ben Azai yatsa v'shanal tamidav. Ben Azai, when he told his students, he said it straight out loud. Straight out. Bashuk in the street. Now those are three are Tanaim. Now there's two Amoraim who are arguing in the West, in Israel, about this. One learnt the brighter that Ben Azai taught it. And one says that he whispered it. The Amora who claimed that Ben Azai said it out loud. Why would he say it out loud, Ben Azai? Mishum bitul Torah. The reason why he would say it out loud is because he figured that if he keeps it a secret, that there's this big kula, Davy, there's this big kula that you could just pour tet kabim and not go to mikveh. He says, if I keep this a secret, I'm going to cause bitul Torah. Because there's many people who don't want to learn until they go to the mikveh. And if I, tell, if I don't tell them this kula, they can pour tishkabim of water, they're going to stop learning. So for bitul Torah, I want to say it straight out. I'm not going to keep it a secret. Uh, oh, that's one thing. Yeah. Also, because there's many people who are not going to be want to be together with their wives. Because if they're together with their wives, they're going to have to go to the mikveh. And if I tell them, if I tell them that they only need tichkap tichkavin, we'll have more children in the world. And the one who says he whispered it. We don't want Tamidech HaChamim to be together with their wives as often as chickens. Chickens are together with their wives all the time. And we don't want Tamid HaCham to have no, no impunctions about being together with his wife. It's okay to be together with his wife sometimes, but not forever and ever. And therefore, we don't want to announce that you could just have t- poor non-Kabim on top of you publicly because that will cause too much wasting time. Amar Abiyanai, Abiyanai says, Shamati Shemikilinba I heard that some people are lenient on this, and I heard some people are strict. Wow. Anyone who's strict on himself to go to the mikveh, you have long years and long life. Now, if you want to know why everyone's on the way to Achyeza, you know why. What's the reason why everyone goes to the Mikveh in the morning. Mori asked, My Tivan? What's the reason? What are you talking about? This is what he meant to say. Why do they bother to have 40 sa'ah? Why do they have to dip? They could just put it on themselves. When it's a shakavim, you don't have to dip in the shakavim. It's enough to pour it on yourself. Much, much easier. You have to understand in the olden days, uh, 
the, the, a regular bath was pouring water on yourself. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, going. You didn't have a, a shower and put it in. It was a, every every cob of water. I mean, okay. someone had to lug themselves to the river and pull out the water, carry the water back to you. So much much easier if you could just pour it on yourself and be done with it. The rabbis made a big fence when they did this. The Tanya, we learned in the Brighta, Maaseh, there was a guy, there was a woman, and he, this guy went over to the woman to ask her to do an Avera with him. Okay? Amra law, and she told him, Reka, you empty one. Do you have 40 sa to go into? Miyad Paresh. And right away he says, oh, she's right. And he stopped. So you see that the rabbis, when they came with Tevilat Ezra, which is not even a law in the Torah, end up saving people from Averot, the tremendous Averot. Now Rashi... It's amazing that it stopped him, no? It's amazing how it stopped him. It's, 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 I was going to say the same thing myself. The guy's worried about Tevilat Ezra. He's about to use Averot. He's worried about this. You, know, you, you see guys, and they're doing the craziest Averot in the world, and you tell them, you, by the way, come, I have, uh, I have pizza. He says, I'm eating, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he, he had chicken and he's meated. He can't do it, but he's doing the craziest Avera in the world. He's meated. He's not going to eat it. Right? He's meated. He's, 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 he it's the same idea. But you never know. Every single little thing that a person is careful with has a sigula to help you get out of big Averot. And the rabbis are telling you, the, the rabbis did a big thing here. Rashi says she was a pinuya. The girl was a pinuya, and it was allowed. Just, just uh, was it wasn't a, so kosher. Wasn't it was so kosher. Others pinuya means she was a single not, girl, single girl, not married. Others say she was eshetish. Going Whoa. to the other rishonim, she was eshetish, and the guy got out of sleeping with an eshetish because she told him, "Hey, listen, if you had forty kav, okay, you have no forty kav. What are you doing?" Okay. Wow. And by the way, uh, hello, 40 kav, not, not, not necessarily. Now like you know why the rabbis now. are whispering it. Why are they whispering to Shakavim? Because the things that people think they have to do, sometimes it's not good to get them out of it. People think it's a very serious thing. Let them continue thinking that it's a serious thing. If you, you're going to go announce everyone, by the way, take it easy, meat and milk from chicken, it's only the Lebanon. Well, you're going to start people doing all sorts of things. Don't. Okay, don't don't send this out here. Thank you. <laughs> We're not that popular on this on this uh, podcast. Uh, only a Nobody thousand, is. Only a thousand people. Only a thousand people. Yeah. Okay. Amalahu Rebuna the Rabbanan. Rebuna told the rabbis, Rabotai, Why are you Why are you guys not doing this tivila? So Rav Huna got upset at the Rabbanan. You see that even in those days, not everyone was doing Some people were doing it, and some people weren't. So Rav Huna told the rabbis, Rabbi If you guys are worried about because of the cold, you could use heated water. Are you allowed to dip in hot water? Let it be like you. What does that mean? It's okay. You're yeah, yes. <coughs> mean, mean, meaning, okay, let it be like you. You could even I'm do it. Order. Even do it your way. Rav was sitting... With five lines from the bottom. Sorry, we are, yes, thank you. We have five lines from the bottom. On Chav Bet Amudalf. Rav was sitting in a tub of water. Be Mesuta in the bathhouse. He called Please bring me nine kav and pour it on me. What do you need to nine kav to pour on you? Right? You're sitting in nine kav. What do you need someone to pour nine kav on you? You're sitting on nine kav. The law of nine kav is similar to the law of 40 sa. Just like 40 sa, you have to dip into it. You can't put it on, on you. You can't just pour 40 sa on yourself. You have to dip in a mikveh sitting at 40 sa. So too, when, you, when they tell you nine kav, nine kav has to be specifically pouring and not dipping. And therefore, even though I'm sitting in nine kav, I need dafka poured on my head. And that's why I was sitting in the thing and I told the guy to pour it on my head. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. Rav Nachman, we have three lines from the bottom. Rav Nachman tiken chatzpa bat tisha kabim. Rav Nachman, in his <coughs> yeshiva, he made, he made a special bucket that was uh, suspended and it had nine covenant. And this way his students, after they came in the morning, could just give a little pull and plop, flips over the, the bucket and nine cup pours on you. And this way the students could come to class in the morning. They, they're, with okay. their wives, they're with their wives the night before. They could just bucket it up and walk in. So he made this special. This is Rav Nachman's item. Okay. Yeah. Can you find it? Okay. Amar. <laughs> when Ravdimi came, Amar Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Uda, Glustra Amru, Lo Shanu El Lechole, Lo Onso, Amar Lechole Hamargil Albaim Okay. So he he disagreed with this, and he said, "Let me just get this clear." Hold on. It's a rabbi. They came and they said, No, we only let nine kav for a chole, a sick guy, whose keri came out against his will. When a guy is sick, sometimes you can have keri come out of him against his will. So he's saying, Wow, this nine kav, you're going to put this thing up here in your shul and you're going to have people go, go clonk clonk and have it come in? What are you talking about? That's only for people who are, who are chole and it's coming out of them, not for a regular guy to with his wife. He needs Arabim Sah. If a sick guy who had relations, Arabim Sah needs 40 Sah. So you're wasting your time with this nonsense. Amar of Yosef. Rav Yosef said, It's Bar Chatzved Rav Nachman. That's it. Break the, break, break the bucket of Rav Nachman. The whole point is for people to go be with their wives. How often, how often do people, how often do people are sick and they come out of them? We don't need a bucket like this. Break the bucket. Kiat Rabin. When Rabin came from Israel, Amar, he said the opposite. He said, "But Usha have a Bikilia. In Usha, there was a story. Bikilia there of Osha, in the room in front of Osha. Atu v'shalav Asi. They asked her of Asi, could they use nine kav? Amad lehu, and he told them, Lo shanu ela lecholeh hamargil. This is only with a sick person who had relations with his wife. Aval lecholeh leonso, but a cholet who got sick without coming out without him wanting to." Patun Miklum, he doesn't need anything. That changed the whole story now. That changed the whole story. According to this, a, a sick person who had relations can use the bucket. Use the bucket. But not a but a person a sick person on sword doesn't need anything at all. He's gotta go. Okay? That that means any person <coughs> Oh no, sick person. We're gonna see in a second. That okay. Had relations or only a sick sick person? person with relations. Amar of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef said, It's me Khatswadir of Nachman. Put back the broken pieces of Rav Nachman's bucket. Okay. <laughs> Yanni, okay, we need the bucket again. The bucket. Okay. Now, let's see what's going on. Mehti, let's see. Kulu amurai v'tanai b'dezi'iri. V'tanai b'de'ezah kamifliki. All the amurim are arguing about tevilat ezah. Let's see exactly what's the, what, what was the, what was the takana of ezah sofer all the way back. Ezah sofer, by the way, is the first rabbi in... The Bayit Sheni. He was the one who was. He brought them back from. He the, brought uh, them back from Galut, right. and he made a bunch of takanot. And one of the takanot was this takana. So I'm saying all these rabbis are arguing is not so bad. Let's go see what Ezra said about this thing. Let's get clarity on this. Okay, says the Gemara. Amar Abaye, Ezra tiken lebari hamargil arbaimsa. According to Abaya, Ezra's takana was only about a healthy person. Hamargil with relations with his wife, and he said forty sa'ah. Ubari leonso, and if you have a bari person, a healthy person who had zera come out with involuntarily, which means he wasn't having relations, then he said tisha kabim. Vaato amoraim came the amoraim upligi bechole, and the Ravdimi and rabin who we saw before who were arguing, they are arguing about a chole. Okay. Mor savar one holds. A sick person who has relations is the same as a bari hamargil, which means that, they're, that they have to have 40 sa'ah. And a sick person who has it come out involuntarily, that's like he's like a bari lonso, and he needs to shakamin. 
Rabin disagrees. He holds a sick person who has relations. He's like a baril onso. That's what you were saying before. And therefore, we only need to shakabim. According to that, a baril onso only needs to shakabim. And according to that, a cholel onso is patur for everything. So therefore, everyone agrees what Ezra said. And the machloket is only how do you translate to a chole? Okay, but a bari, everyone agrees that a bari with his wife needs 40. Okay? And the bari le onso needs to check kabin? A bari uh-huh. le onso, nine. hold on. Bari yeah, 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 nine kabin. le onso needs nine kabin. Depends according to who? Why is it matter if it's <coughs> it seems like the the, 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 the decree was to avoid a guy being together with his wife too much, and therefore, if it's involuntary, we don't have to be as strict on him because he's, it's not a common thing. It's a less common thing. So the rabbis made it easier for him to get out of it. Okay. So they made it hard so you'd have to find forty to Right. They're trying to keep you keep you uh, focused on whatever. If if you want to do, you could do it. Just putting a little stumbling block so it makes it it makes it a little more hassly. Okay. Right. Amar Rava says he disagrees with Abaya. Nihid tiken is not tevila. It's true that is not made tevila. Nitinami tiken. Did he ever have anything to do with pouring nine kaf? For Amar Mor, didn't the Rabbi say is not tiken tevila lekule lebalekerim? It says that he did 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 uh, tevila and nothing to do with nine kavin. El Amar Rava Rava says nothing. So it's a machlok at Abaya and Rava. What was is not tiken? According to Abaya. Ezra uh, uh, spoke about body only. Listen to what Rava says. El Amarava, Ezra tiken tevila lebari. Ezra made tevila for a healthy person. Hamargil arbaim sa'av. Healthy person with relations forty sa'av. Va'atu rabban the rabbanan come. Ve'etkinu lebari leonsot shakabin. They made a body who comes out involuntarily shakabin. That's according to the the rabbanan. And they argue Okay. So now, let, let's get it clear. Amarava. Hilchata is the final ruling. Hilchata the halacha is as follows. Bari hamargil. A healthy person with relations, hamargil, and a chole with relations. All those people need arbaim sa'ah. Ubari onso, a healthy person with onus, tashakabim, ava chole onso patur mikrum. We hold like the lenient opinion that a chole onso needs nothing. Tanu rabbanan. We learned in the Brighta. Where are we right now? Right now we are... I think 25 lines, 24 lines? 24 lines. Uh, we're at the two dots. Two dots. First row of the line is Mikulam. It's about smack in the middle of Chaper Amorbet. Tanu Rabbanan. Baal keri shenadnu alav tishakavim mayim tahor. A Baal keri that they poured on him tishakavim mayim tahor. He's tahor. Remember, one of these words said, le'atzmo. That's only as regards to himself. But if he wants to teach Torah, arba'im sa'ah. According to this, nine kav is a scooch for you to learn Torah. But it doesn't help you to teach Torah. He's okay. a healthy ragil guy? Yes. Arba'im sa'ah. Arba'im sa'ah. says you always need 40 sa'ah, no matter what. For yourself or for anyone else. So here's a little machlok at whether or not you could do nine kav just to teach yourself. Right? One pair from the first and one pair from the second. There's a about them. One says, This that you said, That statement is for who with his wife. They say that a even if you're teaching, nine is enough. Okay? Good. 
Kol Ahanim, anything for anyone else, Afilu Chole Leonso, other one disagrees, he says, no, everything one's the same. Chole has no exception. So the Machloket here, does the Chole have an exception for teaching? Mm-hmm. Okay? One rabbi says, Chole is different, you could do a nine tab. Other one says, no, Chole is the same. Now another Machloket. V'chad mehaizuga, v'chad mehaizuga asefa. There's another Machloket from two Alamorim about the Sefa. Chad Amar one says, Hadam Rebuda al-Reim Sal Mikol Makom, this Rebuda says you need 40 sa'ah, lo shon elabakarka. That's only if it's in the ground. Which means that the water, the 40 sa'ah, has to be in the ground. Like a pool. Av, right. But if you have 40 sa'ah in a utensil, let's say you have a big hot tub, yes, bekelim, beautiful, lo, 40 sa'ah is no good. Other one says, no, even a hot tub is good. You'll find that many people will allow for a balkeri to use a hot tub, for use a rain, pool, even though, no. even without, hold on, we'll see in a second. We're going to see in a second, even not rainwater pretty soon. We'll see in a second. You need a hot tub, right? I want a hot tub. Vishlava, it makes sense. According to one who says you can even use kelim, that's why it says Now we know why he said the words mikomakom. Mikomakom means even in a hot tub. Meaning mikomakom, anywhere we have it, whether it's in a whether it's in a pool or whether it's in a hot tub, we'll take both. What do you say the words mikomakom for? Right? What's the coming to include? According to this, you're even allowed to use drawn water. When you make a mikveh, you're never allowed to use water that was in any keli. According to the Yehuda, the 40 sa'ah will allow even if water came in a keli. So the big, big kula over here. So we're allowing not only... So either we're allowing hot tubs or we're allowing pouring water. And that's how... Many times we used to be in camp and the rabbis used to say, okay, we're going into the pool. The rabbis used the pool as a mikveh. How are you using a pool as a mikveh? A pool is not a mikveh. Not for ladies you would never use a mikveh. But for men, according to this Rabbi Uda, you could use a pool as a mikveh. Say that again, in camp what? Pink this. Back on. Okay? Take questions afterwards over time. Where are we? We are up to Rapapa. Big wide, first wide line. Rapapa or Huna? Okay. First wide line, yes. First wide line. Papa Huna Bashmuel. They were eat, eating with each other. Papa. Allow me to make Perkatamazon. Since I had nine kabin of water fell on me. So therefore I'm good. I got nine kab. So Rabbi Shmuel told him, Tanina, that's only for yourself. But since you want to say Berkat Mazon for us, you can't say Berkat Mazon for us without Abim Sah. Let me make Berakah. I had 40 Sah fall on me, so therefore I should be making Berkat Mazon. Let me make Berakah. I didn't have anything fall on me, and I wasn't together with my wife, and therefore I want to make Berkat Mazon. I'm better than both of you. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, Rav Chama Tavil Bimali Yoma de Pisra. Rav Chama went to the Mikveh on Erev Pesach. Ooh. Leosi Rabim Yudechovatam. Because he wanted to make the Berachot for other people publicly. Now, I don't know what Berachot he had to make. But you don't really need to do that. The halacha is you don't have to go to Mikveh for that. Now, I guess for the Seder or something like that, but the halacha is you don't have to do it. And that's how we end off our Gemara. With seemingly, let's see, Tosfot. Tosfot says, We hold, according to this, at the end of the Gemara, we hold that the Shachavim works even for other people. That's how Tosfot comes up. When the Gemara says, We're learning that the Shachavim works other people. According to this, guy takes a shower. According to the end of the Gemara, he's good. Okay. We're going to stop here at the Mishnah. It was quite a long block. And we're going to just review, if you don't mind, what we said.
Let's go back and quick, give a quick review. I don't know how we're going to review this more quickly. Yeah. But, <clears throat> how are we going to do this one? Just run it through. Okay. okay. Come on. Let's run it through quickly. You don't think the recording should be on for this? Yeah, it, is on. it is on. It is on. It does every time. Yeah, we always we always we end always up with five minute review. Okay, so we dis- we started off discussing at the bottom of Chaf Alf Amur Bet. We discussed the question of a Zav Shira Keri, and Nidash Shvachik Rav. A person has a double double Tuma. Does the second Tuma go away? Allow you to do the other one, and we use that as a proof that Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah, which we had thought was saying. That you should that you were allowed to say any mish, any beracha at all. You see that he's not letting the beracha, and the Gemara came out at the end that Rebuda actually was saying that you're allowed to be meharher. You're only allowed to do hirhud. He was not allowing you to just ignore tivilat keri altogether. He was just allowing you to do hirhud, where the rabbis did not say that. Then we asked the question: Does Rebuda really allow hirhud? Here we see. Uh, some pesukim where it sounds like you're not allowed to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it depends what you were learning. We, we, we said it depends what you're learning. If you're learning Mishnah, if you're learning Gemara, if you're learning other things, the different rabbis saying all different things. And one rabbi, Rabbi Uda ben Betira, who was saying that it doesn't get tameh at all, and you can do anything you want. But then we saw that Rabbi Uda himself, Rabbi Uda himself was makbid for himself, but for others he was strict. I'm sorry, for, for he was makbid for himself, for others he was lenient. Right. Okay, and we said that was the source for such things. Then we have a machloket, whether divrei Torah can be kabel tumah at all, or you're allowed to say divrei Torah or not. And then uh, we had three things that the halakha is like the old people. Either one was the shita gez, the other one was Klein uh, bekerem, and the third one was <coughs> that you don't things don't that divrei uh, Torah do not become tameh. Then there was a thing about a balkeri who you put tishakabim is he tahor, and we said that this was a secret. Many rabbis kept it a secret. Other rabbis said it publicly. Why would they keep it a secret? They kept it a secret because they don't want you to be together with your wife. Or Why learning. would they say it publicly? Because bitul tulam bitul. Uh, we don't want we want people to have children. That's what they said publicly. And there's a major machlokets whether or not forty sides necessary or you need um, nine kabim. Uh, some rabbi is saying you shouldn't be mezazel in it. It's very important to try to do it. And whether or not you need to pour it on you, does the nine kabim have to be poured on you, or the nine kabim is enough with tefillah? Doesn't work, Tivila, you have to pour it on you. That was Chafbet Amur Alf. And then we have Chafbet Amur Bet, where um, there's a machloket, whether it's Choleh Hamargil, what's the law by a Choleh Margil, if the Choleh is Onso, many different opinions about that. And finally, We had a machloket whether it's only for you teaching it yourself, for you teaching yourself, or it's even for teaching others, and whether you, you ha- might have a stricter if you're teaching others, you need forty sa or nine kab even for teaching others. Baruch Hashem leolam, amen, amen. Exactly. Uh,